Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Thank you. God bless you. Please be seated. I was a bit concerned that when the word activation was mentioned this morning, you know, how many people would actually come. But um, no one's ever died in one of my uh, trainings with activations yet. So that's good news. And um, we're going to have fun. You up for some fun tonight? Okay. Let's start with a word of prayer, shall we? Let's close our eyes right now. And I just want you to start to prepare the soil of your heart to receive the word. We're going to have about probably half an hour of, um, of teaching and exhortation from the word. And then we're going to go from there. So Heavenly Father, I thank you right now. I thank you right now, Lord, for this moment that you're here, and Father, for your purpose, for your divine purpose. I pray, Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth here at Metro Church tonight as it is in heaven. For every person here tonight in person, every person watching online, I thank you, Father, for that they would hear what they need to hear, that you would quicken what needs to be quickened. That, that it would be sown what needs to be sown into the soil of their heart. And I pray there would be a great fruitful crop would be produced as a result. Lord, we want to be closer to you. We want to know you. We want to walk with you. And so, Father, I thank you for what you're going to do at this time together tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love this idea of a gross service. We're going to, we are, we're going to go a bit deeper. And so, I don't know how many of you came tonight expecting like a 1 Corinthians 12 gift of prophecy training, but it's not going to be like that. We've decided, I had a chat to Pastor Jeff, and, and, and we have opted for a broader brushstroke effect. Rather than narrowing it down and uh, just focusing on the gift of prophecy, we want to see you equipped tonight to be spiritual people, led by the Spirit, every day, as you go about your everyday life. And, um, and I'm hoping to give a bit of prophetic context as well to the teaching, where we, the church, are at now, and why this sort of moment and opportunity, I believe, is important, and why it is strategic. So you ready for some of that? I can't see any of you. I don't, I mean, the light isn't that bright in my eyes, but you're kind of like, I don't know, you're all a bit bit blurry. We're going to start with 1 Corinthians 14.1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. In the New Living Translation, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives. And the Amplified, pursue this love with eagerness, make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual gifts. Vicky's paraphrase, loving people and spiritual stuff are not mutually exclusive. They go hand in hand. You can love your community, be relevant, be a blessing while being spiritual at the same time. 
there has been this polarisation of these two areas in the last two decades or so. That you were either a Holy Ghosty into spiritual stuff or you were relevant and um, a church or a people of social justice, community services. You were relevant or you were irrelevant. Or from this angle, you were spiritual and you weren't. Right? Depending on what end of the spectrum you were looking at. And what I want us to see tonight is that it's not either or. This is so important. So important to the time in which we live. It's pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. So can we just establish that as a really good biblical platform tonight? I do not know why we diverted so far from it as, as the Pentecostal church. It absolutely, I don't know, messes with my head. But can we all be in agreement tonight that that is, that's, that's scriptural? It's not one or the other. We can be both and we can do both. And tonight I want to... I want to raise your awareness of what you already have and who you already are. It's not so much about um, you perhaps receiving something new, although that would be great if that happens. Awesome. But I find that if we just lived out of what we already have and who we already are, that would be a game changer in itself. And so I'm praying tonight that eyes are open to see these things. Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. I've been, I remember the first time I preached on this was at a youth camp in about 1994. And I've not stopped preaching from this verse. I love it. Galatians 5, 25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Do you mind grabbing my, my phone out of my handbag, uh, Rhonda? I meant to bring it up. It's in there somewhere, into the abyss. My husband calls my handbag the abyss. Be careful, something actually might bite you if I'm in there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going to need that in a few moments. So living and walking. If you live in the spirit, let us also walk. Living and walking. Let's start off with Living. When I woke up this morning, I was alive. Some people didn't this morning, but I did. And I did nothing whatsoever to make that happen. Things were just ticking along during the course of the night. Respiratory system continued to work. The heart continued to pump. Everything was working. I was not going to say in good order, whatever. (laughs) Enough for me to wake up. So I was alive. The, uh, there, there's a spiritual parallel here. So what happened when you were born again? I'm going to get right back, right back to the beginning. Give me a wave if you've given your life to Jesus. All right. Now, I, I share this just about every time I preach, and I never get sick of sharing it because so many Christians do not appreciate what actually happened, the phenomenon that took place when they were born again. And so when you gave your life to Jesus, it wasn't just, you know, you didn't just give mental assent to one religious creed above another. 
There was a spiritual transaction that took place. Like the Spirit of God, when you surrendered your life to Jesus, no matter where it was, how it happened, when it happened, whew, the Spirit of God, boom, at that moment came into your spirit. And you became born again. And 1 Corinthians 6.17 says that you became one God. That's all good. Hello. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. 1 John 5.12, he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. So he who has the Son has life. So from that moment, you became alive in the Spirit. You are alive on a good day, on a bad day. You're well or you're sick, right? You're up, you're down. No matter no matter what, where, how you would find yourself, you are alive in the spirit. Not because of who you are, not because of what you've done, but because of what Jesus has done. It's not because of who you are, it's because of whose you are, right? You're alive in the spirit. Not because of the works you can do, it's because of the work Jesus did on the cross. You accepting that free gift of salvation, bam, the game changer of all game changers, from death to life, darkness to light, you are alive. So from that point on, you, you are not required or Jesus is not required to do anything else to make you more alive. You are the most alive in your spirit you could possibly be. Okay? However, walking. Walking is a different thing. For me, for me to be alive this morning took no effort. But to walk was a different thing. I had to choose, make a decision to get out of bed, right, and walk. And the Apostle Paul makes that distinction to the Galatians. If you are alive in the Spirit, if you live in the Spirit, let us also walk. So walking. We're going to look at walking tonight. I'm making the assumption that for the most part we're alive. And we're one, we are one with the Spirit of God. And you are already spiritual. I really hate this idea. Sounds like, that sounds very strong, doesn't it? I hate, well, I do hate the idea this, of this spiritual hierarchy where some people are more spiritual than others, you know, and some are just a bit closer to God than others, and some are more inclined to be spiritual and to hear from God and to just somehow we came out of the womb, you know, with something added extra than anybody else. Not so. You cannot be any more spiritual. Right, let me prove it to you. Ephesians 2.6 says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Seated in heavenly realms. Hello? Can you get any more spiritual than that? If you are afraid of being super spiritual and you're a Christian, too late. Too late. Because you are seated in heavenly realms. And it's, it don't feel like it, irrelevant. It's what the word of God says your divine positioning is. 
So it's not based on your personality. It's not based on how you feel. Galatians 5.25, let me repeat. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk. I felt the Lord say to me, I believe there's a big call to the church right now. You are spiritual, live like it. You are spiritual, live like it. So that's what my, my exhortation to all of us is today. The NIV version says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step. You know, I believe that even as I'm speaking, you know, because I'm, I'm a prophet, prophetic stuff just gets released as I speak. And there's some of you here, and you've come with, you've come with needs tonight. Maybe you've come with questions. Totally not even related to what I'm sharing. But I just believe that the prophetic anointing brings clarity. And I just had a picture then of some cobwebs being swept away as I'm speaking. I believe those cobwebs just sort of represent just where things have gone dusty and things have just been kind of, not, you know, they, they, we're going to do activations tonight, but when something isn't active, when it's just left unattended, you know, it can get dusty. Cobwebs can accumulate. I just saw some of you, the areas of your life, areas even of your, of your um, you know, your, your spiritual life that have been covered in cobwebs. And I can see it's like this big broom coming and sweeping some cobwebs off. And some of you are going to get some aha moments today that isn't even related to what I'm sharing, but it's just going to be because of the impartation of that anointing. That, and, and you're going to go home and, and just there's going to be a clarity. Everyone say clarity. Romans 8, 14. Because I want to raise our awareness of keeping in, in step with the Holy Spirit, walking with the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 14. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So being led by the Spirit, walking in step with the Spirit is for children of God, not any particular or special children. It's, it's for children of God. Okay, you're giving your life to Jesus. From what I could see, by far the majority of you raised your hands earlier. He's talking about you. Sons and daughters are led by the Spirit of God. So being Spirit-led is about relationship. It's about relationship. It's a relationship thing. It's not for people who are more mystical. It's not for people who are less intelligent. I have had some interesting conversations with people who have um, explained their relocation to a, um, a different sort of, of church by, 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 by the fact that they are too intellectual for our sort of church, like we you know, put our brain aside and, um, and I, I'm, you know, maybe we have dumbed things down at, at, in some parts of, in some seasons, but I would argue the things of the spirit are for children, not for people who are less intellectual We've got the professor here tonight. Come on, we've got justification right there, fourth floor, fourth, fourth row, I should say. Stanley, Professor Stanley, this, you, you, it's not either or. 
It's not for people who are just prophetic or it's not a personality thing. Just for extroverts. Being spirit-led is for people who are introverts. They're excluded from being spirit-led. It's not for people who are fruit loops. I've always said fruit loops can become fruitful through training. I actually remember I used to be very emotional when I would prophesy as a young Christian. I got filled with the Spirit when I was 19 years old, born again, filled with the Spirit a few months later, and I was just set on fire. Like I was, I mean, I've always had the gift of the gab. I came out of the womb talking, but I just went next level when I got filled with the Holy Spirit in terms of boldness. And, um, and I remember going to work. And I used to work, it was called back then the Department of Labour and Industry. And I worked at, um, I think it's uh, Juma's house, is it called? Yeah. And uh, I remember at morning tea time, demonstrating to everyone what had taken place at youth group the the night before. You know, I showed them, I demonstrated, listen to this. And, uh, And, uh, yeah, they... They're like, wow. Like, I remember one girl in particular, still can see her. And these were in the days when people have a smoker. We literally could still smoke in the office, right? And I remember one girl going, do it again. <laughs> do it again. I'm like, oh, I was, I was so, so on fire. And um, when I used to pray, then I got the gift of prophecy. And, and it was in the in the 80s, right, early 80s, when anyone could prophesy during a service, then there was usually a, a bit of a lull during the worship and, you know, everyone knew that was the time you could use your spiritual gifts and anyone remember those days? And I would get so emotional and I would be starting to pray in tongues while that word was starting to kind of build up in me and I'd be getting louder and louder, unbeknownst to me, getting louder and louder and I'd start to rock, right? I'd start to rock. I must. I'm, people must have... Oh, I mean, she's such a Fruit Loop. Oh, gee, she's so... The fact that it was the 80s is probably why they didn't. But anyway, in today's context, some people might think, oh, that's a bit much. Fast forward a little bit, 1992, and uh, prophetic training I had under a prophet called Chris Gabbert. And I remember, I hadn't been there two minutes, and he just said to me, stop with the rockin'. Oh, I rock. What do you mean? He says, you rock. Stop it. Oh, okay. And while you're at it, you can just keep it down a bit. You know why? Oh, okay. I just changed like, I just, I wasn't even aware. I wasn't even aware. All it took was a minute of training and instruction and I made an adjustment. How hard is that? But we can judge people and write them off as being flaky, as being this, that and another, maybe they just haven't had any training. Amen. Matthew, Matthew 18.3. He says, he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children. I love that, unless you change. I wonder how many people God is saying this. The word of the Lord is, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Becoming like little children. I really would love you to tap back into your inner child tonight. 
tap back, you know, for kids. Have a, you know, have a go. Kids aren't so sophisticated. We've become so sophisticated. Too sophisticated, in my opinion, overall. So polished. And yet Jesus said, I want you to become like little children. Teachable. Wanting to learn. Not so concerned about appearances. Becoming like little children. Maybe we become a bit too cool. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. So just, for some of you, this is a refresher. Just reminding you of what you already have. Of what you already have. So firstly, my sheep hear. Not maybe here, possibly here, potentially here. You, you already hear. If you are a sheep, you hear his voice. And there he is calling right now. <laughs> just, to, just to confirm. Actually, I'm, I'm about to use my mobile phone as an illustration, so good timing. It's a little button on the side. You just click it off like that. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear. I don't know how many times I, I've lost it, over the years where I've reminded myself, I am his sheep and I hear his voice. I hear his voice not because of who, who I am, because he is the shepherd. Because he is the shepherd, I hear his voice. Because I am his sheep, I hear his voice. I hear his voice. Now that word, voice, let's have a look at that. Let's focus in on the word voice. Now the word voice in the Greek, phone, P-H-O-N-E, spelt like phone. It actually isn't like the English word voice, really. That's, it, it's much broader word. The Greek word voice is a broader word. So you teach Christians... They're hearing the voice of God, they immediately, so Anglo-Christians, immediately associate it as something that's spoken out of a mouth and heard by the ear. And so they, they kind of think that the, you know, like the ultimate of hearing God's voice is actually hearing sentences. And some people do hear God like that. Yeah, and it does sound like that they've been chatting on the phone to him. And, oh, yeah, and God said to me the other day, but the word in the Greek is much broader. It's kind of like disclosure. It's kind of like communication. And I could do some hand signals here. And you'd know exactly what I was saying without me saying a word. Right? I'll do some nice ones. I'm in church. I'll do nice ones. <laughs> This is a good Italian one. <laughs> right? Italian, man. We've got our own gestures. We've got a lot of gestures. But just making the point that there are ways of communication that aren't limited to words. Spoken out of the mouth and heard by, by the ear. And, and my, my, my mobile phone here, my, my iPhone is a great illustration of how we hear how we hear from God. So this device is kind of like how my spirit works. 
So, so one big mistake we can make is expecting to be receiving revelation from God, light from God, which is what his voice is. When he speaks, it reveals. When he speaks, it releases light. But it's not to our brain. So this is really great if you don't have a high IQ. It's not to our brain, it's to our spirit. Right. So our spirit is the candle of the Lord. I didn't put that scripture in there. but And, and it's the receiver. The spirit is the receiver, like this phone is a receiver. Because of, I have this phone, I can receive all sorts of communication from all sorts, in all sorts of different ways. So I can obviously, it can ring, and, and I can actually have a conversation with someone. And there are those of you here tonight, and maybe that is the way the Lord speaks. You will actually get thought. So how does, a, how does that voice of God, how, is, how does it come? It's really like a thought. It's like a thought. And I just figure if it's smarter than me, it could be God. That really is, is, is how, sim, like, like, it didn't originate with me. It's a thought. It sounds a bit like me, but didn't originate with me. It, so he projects, boom, his, his spirit speaks, and this thought comes. And uh, for, some, for some people, it's like, it's, maybe it's like the text. I get text messages I can read, right? It's like when we're reading the word, God, God speaks. You're reading the word, reading the word, and we're going to do an activation on that very shortly because this is so important to have a relationship with the word and the spirit where the, the spirit is speaking to you through the word. There is one thing to, to, to read and to um, have knowledge. Bible knowledge is important. But I like to read until he speaks, until something pops or just gets my attention or just sort of lingers or sometimes it rises up and smacks me across the head. It's like, it's like a God shout coming off those pages. But maybe it's like, you know, I, 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 have, uh, I get photos. My husband tends to communicate in photos every day. He's a man of few words, but of many images. I, I, managed, I, I, I got a baby staffy today. That was good morning. And uh, pictures, right? People communicate with pictures. I can receive pictures because of this. And God speaks in pictures. And he projects it on your spirit. And it's a bit like, let me do a little, a quick, a quick um, exercise. Just close your eyes for a moment. And I want, I want you all to picture, let's picture, I often use a car as an example. I'll do something different tonight. Picture a sheep. Picture a sheep. Now some of you have all sorts of sheep. Some of you have got, you know, a big sheep, small sheep, a young sheep, an old sheep. A ram, a you, I don't know, a white one, a black one. I don't know what you're seeing right now, but whatever you're seeing, I want you to turn that sheep into a black sheep. Turn him into a black sheep. So see, right now, you've been able to, by your imagination, in that space, you're seeing a black sheep. Now bring a friend along into the picture. Let's have two sheep in there. You picture the sheep, maybe some green pastures. Give them something to eat. Right? So you, okay, you get the idea. So let's open your eyes. 
so the Holy Spirit projects images into that same space. The difference is, difference is, it didn't originate with you. Tonight, what we were just doing then, you created it. But when an image comes, he projects a picture. It can be a quick flash. It can be, quick, it can be something some people see, flipping technicolour, full, sense around sound. Picture, my movies, you know, some, some visual people I know, God oh, spoke to me and it's, it's a whole lot of stuff. For me, it can be, so, it can be black and white, just as quick. God, God, it's the voice of God and it is no less the voice of God than the person who gets words, hears sentences, gets a thought, right? No less, no less than, than when you read your Bible and something pops, something resonates, something lands in your heart. It's, it's the voice of God. Um, I put, I put the, for the first time ever in my life, while my mum was in hospital, I put vibration function on, on my phone. Because I had at times I just had to have it on silent but wanted to be available. So this thing, you know your spirit can do that too and it's the voice of God. You're feeling something. You're sensing something. You can't put any words to it. It's not that God's necessarily said anything other than, no. This isn't the way. Or maybe it's, you know, yes. There, there's a, a, a resonance, a peace and joy. There's something, like it's just what you're feeling. God can actually speak through our emotions. We've really dissed the area of, of emotions for many, for many years. Oh, we live by faith, not by our feelings. Well, God gave us our feelings, so we need to kind of look at them in the whole, whole scheme of things. And I've discovered that the Holy Spirit can, can speak through that area of sensing. You just feel something. Or you just know something. You haven't heard, seen, felt, read. You've just suddenly know. I've had that experience where I've gone to bed not having a clue what to do, woken up the next day, I just got, I've got knowledge. I've just know something. I know these are all Valid ways of hearing from God. This is the voice of God. Where he releases life, light, he has spoken. And just like I cannot, I cannot, none of that could happen unless I had this. It's the same. It's your, it's your spirit, your redeemed spirit, the spirit that is one spirit with God. So none of this stuff has to travel a whole long way away. Because a lot of Christians relate to the Lord and hearing from him like he's the man in Mars and it's got to travel a long way. But his spirit is on the inside of you. I need to know the will of God. I need to know the will of God. Well, the will of God is already on the inside of you. And you, 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 you hear, sheep hear, not maybe, not, it's not even just good sheep. Perfect sheep. Read my Bible today, sheep. Fasted and prayed, sheep. It's just sheep. It's, it's actually a part of your, your salvation package. It's not an added extra. It's not the cherry on the cake. It is the cake. Hearing from him. I want to break right now. Some of you have come from religious kind of uh, backgrounds. And you've still lived under this idea that you're not enough. 
you're not spiritual enough, you're not good enough. And maybe even the culture of, the, uh, of, of where you have been or where you were brought up in or just some bad teaching or some misinformation. You've still got this idea that you're not enough. You don't do enough. You're not saved enough. You're not spiritual enough. And, and as a result... As a result, you have missed out. You, you are not maximising what you already have. So I would love you just to close your eyes just for, just for a moment. Every single person right here. And if that's you, if that's you, I believe the Lord's just showing me there's some of you who still live under that. And you thought that, oh, you're, you're the lower level. You're the lower class. There's these upper class Christians who are more spiritual. And, and, and they just it's easier for them. To hear from God and maybe even you've been taught that you have to be dependent on those ones but the Lord tonight he wants to break any religious lies that has demeaned you that has demoted you that has caused you to live less than if that's you I just want you to give me a wave every eye closed I'm seeing just put your hand up yep 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 I see you all so right now we're going to pray so father in the name of Jesus I take authority over every lie Lord that has told these children of yours that they aren't good enough that they're not spiritual enough because Lord your word says that we are one spirit with you your word says that we are your sheep every single person here today Lord we are on a level playing field none better than anybody else none higher than anybody else Lord we are one with you and I break right now over every life every lie Lord that has limited them caused them father to uh be double-minded. Is that you? Is that me? Cause them to hold back, to shrink back. And I release boldness. I release confidence. I release revelation. I release, release right now your light, confidence. And I thank you, Father. Lord, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I thank you for your anointing. Touch, 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 touch. Each one, Lord. Religious spirits, go in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you, if you believe it and receive it, give him a hand right now. Thank you, Lord. So, so how's this re related? Hearing his voice, this is... Hearing the voice of God, being spirit-led. It's all a part of our salvation package. This is what it means, walking in the spirit, recognising that we can, we're led by the spirit. We have a relationship with God that is spiritual, that's supernatural. You're his sheep, you hear his voice. I kind of, I tend to put the voice of God, just for the sake of convenience, like into direct and indirect. Direct and indirect. What does that mean? Well, when we hear directly, it's when we get the rhema, the aha, uh -huh, like something. There was nobody else involved, me and the Holy Spirit. But there's also indirectly is when he uses somebody else to speak to us. It's all valid. Not one better than another. So you know. Not one replaces the other. Because it's important to know that this spirit-led life is done together. Right? That's really important. Where is it? First Corinthians. I might have it written up there. I'll check. We have the mind of Christ. We. We. We have the mind of Christ. 
not me. Not, not just one of us. And so this walk, this spirit-led walk, life in the spirit is done together. So some people, again, often Christians can be so, it's like one or the other. Oh, no, I just hear from God directly. I don't need anybody else. And then they've got people who are totally dependent on others. And it's not either or. It's both. It's both. And uh, it's really important in this walk to recognise that we need each other. Otherwise, we can get, you see, the extreme of what I just prayed. So we've just prayed into people who have been bound with religious ideas that they're not good enough but then there's religious pride it's the other extreme says well you know i don't need anyone else i fasted and prayed 40 days and 40 nights i have a direct hotline to the lord and who think they're just there to tell everybody else what he's saying and not for anybody else to have any input into them that's the other that's the other extreme but we're going to have some activations in a moment and, and I want us to activate both, both. And because there are people here tonight, maybe you have not experienced what it is for God to speak to you through the word, to hear the voice of God speak as you read the Bible. God can speak so you know through anything, through anyone, anywhere, anytime. I love to live life just with my spiritual antenna up. You just never know. Just never know when he's going to speak, how he's going to speak. Just, you know, I've had God speak through moments with nature. I remember as a young Christian, I'll never forget it, sitting on my mum's back steps, seeing the sun shining through this tree. And it got to the point where the sun was so bright, all I could see was the sun and not the tree. I knew there was a tree there, but it was so... I felt the Lord say to me, Vicky, that's... That's how, I, that's how I want you to be. With this, where I'm shining through you so brightly that when people look at you, that's what they see. They see the sun. I remember another time, early days in ministry, and I saw these pelicans fly in. I was sitting, um, I was living at the time in the Redcliffe Peninsula. I was actually down at a place called Deception Bay, called that for a reason. Anyway, we were down Deception Bay and these, these pelicans come flying in. There was at least half a dozen of them, probably more. But there was one at the front that caught my attention because this one at the front suddenly broke away from the pack, did a bit of a loop-de-loop. At one point, I thought he was going to come in and dive bomb me. He was flying into the shore, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, then he done another loop, and then changed course, and everyone just followed. After he'd done his, you know, aero flipping show, whatever you call them, <laughs> I was like one of those <laughs> Red Bull, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those aero, I don't know what they're called. Huh? Aerobatics, that's the word I'm looking for. After he'd done his aerobatics, the others who had just been kind of marking time changed course and followed. And I felt the Lord say to me, Vicky, those who were called, those who were called to lead, those who were called to pioneer aren't called to the same walk as everyone else. And there'll be times when what the direction you take will look strange, people won't understand but recognise that you are making a path for others. And that was 
that was downloaded to me as I watched this Pelican performance in front of me. I've had God speak through magazine headings, through billboards, advertising on buses, all sorts of things. Just being open, not reading into things, not hunting for a word from God under every rock, but just as you're going about your day being open to what God will show you. I t- I, over the years, I've always said that I'm a hearer more than uh, uh, the others, but in, in, in recent years, I'm seeing a lot more. Like God's showing me a lot more through picture and vision and, and some of the most significant things he's shown me has just come as a, as a picture that's just come out of nowhere and it's been so quick and almost un, un, like blink it and you miss it. And it's turned out to be so significant. Be faithful with the little and God will give you more. I really pray, this is not even in my notes, but I really pray that we start to really treasure and honour revelation that God gives us in however way that looks for you. You know, maybe some of you need to start journaling again, writing things down, honouring, honouring what God shows you, what he reveals to you. So... Activations. Some, Pastor Jeff said to me, someone asked him today, what's an activation? Okay, it's when you get active. It's when you get active. We're going to do some stuff. The first thing we're going to do tonight, and maybe I will get, I don't know who was on keyboard tonight. He's up the bat, coming. Maybe we will have. I, I'm often really all into, you're not going to have the hallelujah chorus when you're at home, waiting on God, but probably wouldn't hurt. Hebrews 5.14, but solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Solid food is for the mature who by constant use, constant use. And so it is by using, it's by doing, it's actually learning on the job. That's what this, this is what this Christian walk is all about. We learn as we go and we learn to distinguish what's God and what isn't simply by practice, by doing it. Oh, you know, some, pe- some people go, oh, I'm not going to say anything. It's 100% no, it's God. You're going to be waiting a long time, right? It's, it's, and you never, ever 100% know. Anyone who says to me, oh, I, you know, I'm absolutely certain, I don't know, I always have an element of doubt. Because if you didn't have an element of doubt, there'd be no need for faith. I mean, you know, I can get really, really confident. I always say, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty confident. But I stand to be corrected. I could be wrong. But it's not about right or wrong. I love what Pastor Jeff said. It's not about, you know, pass or fail. Tonight we're going to have a go. Because what we're doing, we're building that muscle. We're learning. We're just learning to distinguish between good and evil by practice. It's like there are some things that I'm just familiar with now because of time. Like it's just been over time. <coughs> I remember um, there being someone uh, who was close to me in my ministry world who I would talk to every day. I worked for them. I, I would hear their voice every day, every day. I would listen to their messages. Just absolutely was so familiar with that voice that all he would have to say would, would be high. 
I knew the voice. There came a time when we went separate ways and it was only a matter of months later that I got a call from this person who introduced themselves by name and I didn't recognise their voice. I said, who? They actually had to say their full name because I hadn't been practising hearing his voice. He was out of my life. So this is about relationship, right? This is about about walking. It's not even about having a quiet time, spending time with all set time of the day. This is about walking and talking with God. Life in the spirit. Being mindful, right? If I can just raise our awareness, every single one of us, even those of us who've been saved 100 years, if I can just raise our awareness tonight of being aware, being conscious, antenna up, being aware of God's presence, of Him, in me, Christ in me, the hope of glory. So first activation tonight, we're going to do soon. But before I do, I know it's the custom of this church to make sure that we, before we go any further, that we all have an opportunity to receive Jesus. If you might be watching online, you might be here tonight, and maybe, maybe you have never actually taken that step, first step, Will you receive Jesus as your Lord and Saviour? You know, I talked about he who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with God. One of the first scriptures I shared. Maybe you haven't done that. You, you don't know that to be your experience. You haven't made that decision. And so I want to give an opportunity if that's you. Or maybe you would say, Vicky, I used to, I know what you're talking about and I've done that before, but I've kind of, I ventured off. I'm, I'm not living like it, like I, like, like I know I should. Like my, my, I'm, I'm distant from God. I, I've stepped away. I've turned my, whatever, whatever, whoever, right now, I want to give us all an opportunity to get right with Him, get right with the Lord, and to receive Him, whether for the first time or another time. So if that's you, I'd love you to, everyone, just for a moment, to close your eyes, not as a religious tradition. Can you please consider your spiritual condition? Please consider what is your relationship like tonight with the Lord Jesus? Is he the Lord of your life? Are you surrendered to him? Do you need to come back afresh? Or receive him for the first time? So if that's you tonight, I'd love you to indicate. Just showing, raise your hand, shoot up your hand, let me know if that's you. And I'll ask you to put your hand down. I'm going to lead you in a prayer right where you are. Maybe those who are online tonight. And tonight you need to make that decision to receive Jesus, to join yourself to him. So we're going to pray right now. I'd love us all. Could we please pray this prayer together for those, for those of you who are making this decision? I'd love you to pray this out loud right where you are. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me to give me life. And right now, I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour. I'm sorry I've ignored you and lived life my own way. But today I choose your way. I thank you that you love me and you have great plans for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Do you wish to say anything, Bishop?
<laughs> I'm getting elevated. Hey, thank you for that great. First of all, thank you, uh, Vicky, for that great teaching. That's so brilliant. I love that uh, illustration of the phone. I thought that was fantastic. But thank you too to those of you who've responded to say yes to Jesus. Vicky's coming back in a minute. We're going to start the activation part of that. Pastor Bruce is waiting and ready online to pray with any of you that are online that would like prayer. And there's a lot of you I know. Uh, but before we do that, if you've said yes to Jesus, and this is so important, I don't believe it's meant to be a blip, just a, an instant of time and then it's forgotten and you go back to the regular life you have. Everyone in the Scripture that Jesus met, everyone that met Jesus was profoundly changed. I believe that for you. We'd love you to text YES, Y-E-S, to 488 If you're outside of Australia or you'd rather get our help via email, you go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. Either way, whichever way you choose, we'll send you the very next morning after we get your yes, a Bible verse and a prayer. They'll be different every day and that'll go on for 30 days. You can opt out if you choose a course, but you know, in the entire years we've been doing this now, only two people have ever opted out because most people just say, this was like God speaking to me every morning. Talk about wanting to hear the voice of God. People have told me that this yes text is like God speaks to them every day. We want to send that to you and just be a blessing to you. So Father, we thank You for those people. Thank You for the yes, Lord. Only You know where they're coming from. Only You know the names, the backgrounds, the lives. And yet, Lord, You want to reach to them. You want to walk with them, not just come and say hello. You want to walk with them from this day on, from this night on, from this morning on. Whenever it is, we thank You for it. And we thank You in advance for those yeses that are coming to You. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Pastor Bruce, over to you online. Vicky, take us through. Okay, okay. Now, this first activation, you're going to need something to write with. Now, some of you, I know you got your, your phone and you, you, that's your preferred way. But we've got some um, notebooks and pencils for anyone who doesn't have anything with them to write with. Give me a wave if you need anything. There's going to be someone. Yep. Okay, pass them out right now. And as they do, you know, I made the comment about, you know, when, when something, something comes and it seems smarter than me, I get a thought, I get, it's really not a bad rule of thumb. Gee, I couldn't have thought of that. Gosh, that really, oh, wow. That, that helps. <laughs> Hadn't seen it like that. Sometimes people are so quick to go into why it's not God. Oh, is that God or is that me? Is that God or is that me? Eventually, you have to actually make a decision. Because double-mindedness, is it, isn't it, is it? It's amazing. People praying, praying, praying for God to speak. And then He finally speaks. And they're like, oh, is that me? Is that Him? You've been praying. Luke 11, if you ask for bread, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask for fish, he's not going to give you a serpent. He loves to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Some of you tonight, my word to you is ask. You have not because you ask not. We're about to do this activation, Ryan. This is what we're going to do. Firstly, just practicing, just practicing the awareness of the Spirit speaking through the Word. So I've picked a psalm tonight. 
which um, we're all familiar with. Um, you can either use that, if you'd rather use your phone, I don't, it doesn't matter to me where you read it from. But we're going to, we're going to spend a few moments meditating on Psalm 23. And we're going to read with expectation that God is going to speak something from this psalm to you personally. It'll be different. Every single person. I've done this activity so many times. I'll get something different every time. I don't know how much more I can get out of Psalm 23. And so just be aware of when something pops. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I'm going to, right now, we're just going to spend just, this is just you and the Lord. You and the Lord considering, meditating, reading. And the way God speaks is something might, something just might grab your attention. Just Sometimes it's like a real pop. It's like you can't see anything else. I've had experiences where I don't see anything else. But And sometimes it can be one word, one word out of that whole psalm. And don't be so worried about it being in or out of context. Because when God speaks a rhema, a word from the word, it's not necessarily in context. I've noticed how many times the Apostle Paul quotes scripture out of context. In a prophetic, I'm, I'm head of our Bible college in, in C3 in Sydney because I was concerned about some stuff. I was sort of preaching, declaring prophetically, not in context. And she sort of made me aware of how many times the Apostle Paul, that something prophetic, God's speaking something now through the Word. The Word is alive. It's living. It's active. Right. It's living. Yes, it has a historical, contextual, theological context. We're looking at... at the Spirit breathing a word of life to you. A thought from the throne to you. A thought from the throne to you. So I'm going to ask Brother Keyboard just to continue to play and I'm going to give you at least five minutes of silence. And I want you to write. I want you to write. I want you to write it down. Write down what he shows you. Write down what thoughts come to you. What kind it's just something that just sort of you're curious about. Gee, that's curious. Oh, I haven't seen that before. And as you do, do it prayerfully. Ask, be asking. Lord, what do you want to say to me through this psalm tonight?
something, if the Lord's dropped something, like spoken something. Yep, give me a wave. Yep, yep. yep. Who's, who's received something from verse 1? Do you want, anyone want to share? Just quickly, what, what is something that the Lord... I'll tell you what I got. Now, this is interesting because yesterday when I was preparing this, the Lord spoke to me through verse 2. He makes me lie down. He makes me lie down. And I was, I was just curious. I thought we so often we're encouraging Christians to get up, go. And I'm always on the go. But I thought he makes me, he makes me. Some versions say he causes me to lie down. I'm thinking of the times when I've been made to lie down. <laughs> he makes me lie down. Just, and it just to me highlighted the value of rest. And also perhaps the divine intention in seasons where I have not been as active. That God is in it, right? So that was yesterday, but tonight, verse 3, jump, he refreshes my soul. Refreshes my soul. And I just felt the Lord just, because I've begun to really, the last four or five months have been really tough, really tough. And he refreshes my soul. I feel a promise of refreshing. Now I've read that, those verses a hundred times, more, probably more. That's what I'm talking about, right? So verse one, verse, who, who, who did God speak to through verse two? Yeah, you want to say something, Ray? What did the Lord show you? The same thing. He got it written down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See that? That's amazing. I, that's do 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 do. Anybody else get the same thing? Similar? Yeah, yeah. That's actually speaking to me. I love that. Uh, verse 4. Anyone get anything from verse 4? Yeah, what would you get, Linda? Verse 3. good you feel people read that resonating with some of you like hairs on my arms just stood up then <laughs> do you get anything clifty yeah tell me mine yeah 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 my shepherd 
Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Who experienced that for the first time tonight? Perhaps there's something that you haven't, you're not kind of being conscious of God speaking through the word yet. Where'd you get, Kurt? good did you hear that and if you heard the back from from verse 4 your rod and your staff they comfort me they don't hurt me they comfort me yeah it's beautiful that's 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 quite a revelation that's great okay we're going to move on to the next one just in the few moments we've got left so we're going to we're going to get into groups we're just going to get into all i want you to do right now is stand can you stand and just can you just gather in like groups of like four, four or five? Don't have to be kind of just whoever you're with, around about. Just turn around, introduce yourself if you don't know the person. Yeah, let's just, let's just get into, yeah, four, five, even six, it doesn't matter. Thank you, Lord. Now this is what we're going to do. We're going to We're just going to take a moment to speak some blessing over each other. And remember I said there's two ways of hearing God directly, indirectly, through So there's two way activation in this moment. It's you getting a thought from the throne. Just I want you to to, to pray. I want you just take it in turns. Someone stand in the middle. Someone opt to be the guinea pig. And the rest of us just take turns to pray. Now for some of you, someone here tonight, praying out loud for the first time. Now you're not, so you know, there's no pressure. If you really, for whatever reason, I don't want you to feel, um, I want you to feel stretched. I want you to feel stretched, but I don't want you to feel like you must. Okay. But... If you've never prayed out aloud, to even do that tonight, to pray for someone, that's a huge breakthrough. But for, the, for some of us tonight, maybe it's the first time you actually, like I said, you are his sheep and you hear his voice. And I want us to activate our faith to get something encouraging, right? Something encouraging for, for the other person. You might just want to share it. You might want to pray it. It doesn't really, I don't care tonight. It's just a thought from the throne. You don't have to be, you know, some of us I know are very experienced and uh, mature in this gift. You don't have to, you know, give them the full amplified version tonight. Just, let's just get a thought from the throne, right? Is that clear? And you just do it amongst yourselves in this group. Step someone, someone take a leadership role. Or you Romans 12 leaders, Right? Just get people started. So someone put their hand up to stand in the middle to get prayed for. And let's just take it one at a time. Let's can be one word, just a thought, a picture. Father, right now, I thank you, Lord, especially for those who've never done this before. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace. We are your sheep. We hear your voice, every single one of us, Father. 
Just have a go. Don't be afraid. This is just a time to practice. It's not about getting it right or wrong. Even if you don't think you have anything, just pray for that person anyway. Just pray a blessing. Pray the pray a scripture. You might be amazed how the Lord is leading you, even when you don't feel like it. We're going to be winding up soon, so make sure if someone hasn't had a go yet, if they've got something to share, just share it quickly.
Okay, let's, let's finish up. I want to pray for you all before I hand back to Pastor Jeff. How'd you go? I noticed a few tears, a few tissues. That's either a good sign or a bad sign, but I'm going to take it as a good sign. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Who got blessed? Give me a wave. Who was blessed by that time? Yeah. Give me a wave. Who did that for the first time? You've never actually prayed for someone. That's the thing with activations, trying to get them back. Okay, guys, right now. Hello. Vicky is speaking. Close your eyes right now. Lift your hands to heaven. Everyone stand. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now. I thank you, Lord, for this time in history. And you are calling your church. You're declaring you are spiritual. Live like it. And I thank you, Father, even for those, Lord, who've been walking with you, Lord, for many years. I pray, Father, for a, a revitalization, for a recharge, God, Lord, that we would experience this life in the Spirit, Father, in, in a fresh way that, Lord, we would not take for granted that, Father, which God is priceless. So thank you, Father, that, Father, which has been sown tonight in each, in each heart. The Word that has gone forth, Father, may not return unto you void. I thank you, Father. Yeah, it would be the beginning. It would be the beginning for many. Bless each one tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Fantastic. Hey, listen, just before you go, stay with us a minute. Just before you go, how many people got blessed tonight with that? I love the teaching. I thought that was just so practical and balanced in every way. Thank you to all the teams, by the way. Daniel was down there in the studio and wasn't able to be up to be a part of that. I think he's back up there now with the rest of the tech team. Thank you to our team that served in kids' ministry as well. We so deeply appreciate it. And uh, Vicky, just as you are, I know you've got to go, you but we want to have you back for another. How many people think it'd be great if Vicky came back for another one, huh? We'll arrange that. We'll figure that out. That'd be awesome. Uh, speaking of just having Vicky back and the blessing that she is for decades with us here at Metro, uh, you know the way we do life here, and that is that we always want to be generous. And we always do that by blessing every visiting ministry that comes, sowing into them wherever they go. In Vicky's case, she hasn't been able to go. And I know that what we were able to give as a love offering over the uh, Deeper Stronger Convention would have been such a blessing to her. And you know, we always, no matter how many times or how quickly they come again, we always want to bless them again. And so you can go out to the Connect Hub and Linda will be out there, Linda Battersby, and she'll help you if you want to give love offering. Of course, if you've got the app, our Metro Church app, or you're going to our website, just make sure you market love offering. And again, everything that you give 
we will send and give to Vicky and to Damien. You can give cash, by the way. Uh, there are some envelopes back at the cash point at the rear of the auditorium. If that's your preferred way to give, again, just tickle our offering on the envelope and we'll know uh, to give that all through to them. But I believe that the most important thing we give is really not just our finance, it's the faith that goes with it. Thanking God for the gift that He sent and saying, Lord, we're praying for them, however you use them or wherever you're going to take them next. So let's do that. Father, we thank You for Vicky. Thank You for the ministry. Thank You for the blessing for so many of us. Lord, some of us are not going to really know how impacting tonight was until tomorrow, the rest of this week and the weeks that come. Lord, as we start going, wow, I'm tuning in now. I'm hearing that. I never knew it before. So Father, I thank You for the continuing work of the Holy Spirit with us. Now, Father, for this love offering, we give it to You before we give it to Vicky. We ask You to bless her and Damien. We ask You to provide for them in a time, Lord, where she's being made to lie down. God, would You keep pouring out the provision and the blessing in Jesus' Name. Bless every home and every life, every giver in the Name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now. Our grazing tables out there, and I saw that our chef Roberto, uh, Roberto and his wife Maria and their daughter are a great part of this church. And, uh, you know, he uh, and his team did our Hope Barbecue, which we have every month. They did that on Tuesday this week. And oh my goodness, you've never seen food like it when chefs get together. Uh, it kind of, let me just say that it was a fair bit different to a sausage sizzle. Let me just say it that way. It was quite extraordinary. And more than that, you know, people were remarking on, I went, actually went down and I said, this is so quiet and, uh, you know, peaceful. And uh, someone said, you know, these guys that have come in are bringing something as well as this food skills. So there's a grazing table out there that's free for you. Join with us in that. Don't forget that if you want to be a part of the Metro Women event this Saturday morning, 8.30 to 10.30, Pastor Rhonda's going to be speaking at that. It's going to be a great morning of fellowship and connection. I think she called it fun and fellowship, didn't she, right? Fun and fellowship. It'll be there. So go and enjoy that. $10. Let them know. Let Linda know there at the uh, Connect Hub if you'd like to be a part of that. Then, of course, next Sunday morning is communion uh, in the service. Then next Sunday night, uh, my story, David Schaefer. Uh, so that's online only. So join with us for that. His life story is a remarkable one thus far. And uh, so that'll be great. And then the Northern Night of Prayer. Please remember that. That's on Friday night, the 5th of May. Right here, we're going from 7.30 through to midnight. And I know for some people that's a bit scary, but we are really making sure there's lots of info and lots of ways. We want you to not just to pray in the night. We want you to go home, take away some of the material to help you continue to pray. We'll be doing some live crosses up there to Broome, etc. So it's going to be a fabulous night. And as I've been saying to people, come when you can, leave when you need to. No one's required to be here the whole time. And uh, it'll be just be a fantastic night. That's Friday night, 5th of May, 7.30 through till midnight. It'll be great, all right? Hey, what a fabulous night. What a great time to be together. What do you reckon, uh, Amanda and Tessie? I think we should just worship.
Just one more time. Come on. Let's just let this be the seal on our gathering together tonight. Thank you for being a part of it. We will be letting you know when we have Vicky back for our part two of this. And I know it'll be a real kind of a spur along for all of us. And of course, you too, Mel. I didn't mean to miss you out there. I just didn't see you on that side of the stage. Come on, let's worship together for a minute. Stand with me. Stand with, uh, with the team. Let's sing to the Lord before we go. Amen. Thank you for being here tonight. We'll let you know when the next one's coming with Vicky. See you somewhere soon. God bless.